All right, welcome back to another episode of the Sports Desk Podcast. I am your host, Parker Ballantyne, and we are looking back at the week six of college football, uh, doing our Monday morning review of everything that happened last week, uh, specifically last weekend. Utah State did not play. They are on a bye, but there was still a lot going on in the conference. Five total Mountain West games, and in those five games, we had one really important thing happen, one really interesting thing happen, and one really fun thing happened. We will look at all of those. Plus, we will look at the Mountain West representation in the top 25. We are continuing our pattern of having one team in, one team out, receiving votes. We'll talk about the two teams that are included in that. Plus, we will take a closer look at Utah State's chance at a Mountain West championship game and what this week meant for that goal. Um, Is it too early to start talking about it? Maybe, maybe not. We'll talk about that as well. So let's jump right into the games that did happen. We had five games. We had Boise State in Provo taking on BYU. Boise State wins that game 26-17. We had San Jose State against Colorado State. Colorado State wins that game 32-14. Air Force in Wyoming, which is a game I had circled um, from last week. That was my my game to watch from last Thursday. We have Air Force winning 24-14. Then we have the San Diego State Aztecs taking care of business against New Mexico, 31-7. And the same kind of thing with the Nevada Wolfpack beating the New Mexico State Aggies, 55-28. Now let's take a closer look at some of those games because, like I said, some of those games are really important. Some are just a little bit fun, and one I think is really interesting moving forward and one that we are probably going to look at a little bit closer, not only now, but in the future as well. As we, as we prepare to play uh, both of those teams. So uh, let's start off with the Boise State-BYU game. That's the game that I had as just being really fun. It's always fun to see BYU lose. It's also really good for the conference with Boise State going in and beating a top-10 opponent on the road down in Provo. Um, it was BYU's homecoming night, so it was really loud, packed house. And so for Boise State to get that win was really fun, and it was good for the conference, but uh, nothing too special for Utah State, nothing too relevant other than it kind of makes our loss to Boise look a little bit more acceptable now that they are really kind of defining themselves as a top-tier team as they usually are. The game I have as being really interesting that happened was Colorado State and San Jose State. Uh, We've talked a lot about these two teams, and specifically we've talked a lot about how we don't know much about these two teams. And Colorado State going out and getting the win, 32-14. So over a two-score difference there for the Rams over the Spartans. And I think this game is pretty telling. Um, The Rams are a team that have looked good, they've looked bad all season, but to go out and beat the defending champs, I think, tells us a little bit about them. San Jose is kind of on the other end of that at this point, I think. They've looked good, they've looked bad all season, um, but falling to the Colorado State Rams, falling to 1-1 one and one in conference, I think, tells you a little bit more about both of those teams. And I'm, I'm starting to think that San Jose is not as good as we thought, and as I've been saying for a couple weeks now, I think the Rams are a lot better than we gave them credit for especially early on in the season when they got off to a slow start, definitely a rocky start losing to an FCS team, and then just not being able to find a win against SEC teams. We kind of discounted them a lot early on, but I think the Rams are going to look really, really good when we play them, and they might be one of the teams I'm most scared for moving forward. I think they are a team that might, and we'll talk about this more, 
cost us a trip to the Mountain West Championship game. The Rams aren't making the trip to the championship game. That's, that's, I think, pretty far out of the question, but they certainly could cost somebody the Mountain West Championship game, and I don't want that to be us. So that is, as I've said, a trap game. They are, I think, a lot better than we've given them credit for. I don't know that they're necessarily an elite team. I don't know that they have anything that we really can't handle or that other teams in the conference really can't handle, but they are a lot better than we have given them credit for. The other side of that coin, however, is San Jose State. I'm not going to go as far as to say that last year was a fluke or that they were overrated coming into the season or have been overrated even in the last couple of weeks, but I think it is safe to say that we maybe have weighted that 2020 Mountain West Championship too heavily when we have evaluated this team. I don't think they're as good as they were last year. I don't think they're as unbeatable as they were last year. I don't think they're as good as we have made them out to be early on in the year. Looking at those two games on Utah State's schedule, separated by just a couple weeks, I think most people had Colorado State as an easier game than San Jose State. Uh, that being said, I think most people before this season would have assumed we were going to lose both of those games. Now we're looking at both of those games thinking that there's a really good chance we win not only one, but both of those games and all the games in between. So obviously Utah State's season is just seen in a very different perspective than it was even one week before the season started. I think both of these games on the schedule are going to be viewed very differently as we approach both of these teams. Colorado State we have right after UNLV. So we're in Vegas this week against the Rebels, and then we have our own homecoming game against the Colorado State Rams in Logan, in the Mav, on October 22nd. That game is, I think, going to be one of the tougher games in the rest of the year. And I think the reason there is twofold. One, I think Colorado State is a better team than a lot of the other teams. And the other thing, like San Jose State, I think a lot of the teams that we have coming up after Colorado State are worse than we thought. One of those teams being the Wyoming Cowboys. I've been pretty high up on this narrative of the Cowboys undefeated record four games in was overinflated. I thought that all along, but the Wyoming Cowboys fall to the Air Force Falcons. Let's talk about that game, what it means about both teams, and I think this is the game that I had that I was talking about as being a very, very big game for Utah State. This was by far the biggest game for Utah State in terms of implications and consequences that can happen in the coming weeks from this game. Especially with Utah State being in a bye week, this was definitely the biggest game for them that happened this week. And I'm sure most of the coaches and players were following along with this game, if not outright watching this game. So let's dive into that game and, and what it means. I, before the season started, had the Air Force game, Utah State Air Force, in Colorado Springs, circled on the calendar. I've talked about it on the show. I've written about it. I've talked about it off air. I think that game was so important, and I have for months. And now, the deeper we get into the season, the more true that becomes. That Air Force game is and possibly will be the most important game on our schedule now and at the end of the year. Air Force is 5 and 1 overall, 2 and 1 in the conference. They've only lost one game all season, one game in conference, 
and it's to the Utah State Aggies. Then, Air Force went and beat, at the time, an undefeated Wyoming Cowboys team, who was starting to generate a lot of talk and a lot of buzz as a potential pretender to the throne with Boise State already losing a game to the Nevada Wolfpack. Air Force beating Wyoming, I think, really stopped all of that hype and all that talk. I think that proves that Wyoming is beatable. I have a hard time seeing the Wyoming Cowboys representing the Mountain Division in the Mountain West Championship game. When Air Force beat the Cowboys, the Cowboys were obviously undefeated. It was their first conference game, so they weren't unbeaten in the conference, but they were undefeated. And when Air Force beat them, that means there is only one unbeaten team in our division. It's the Colorado State Rams, which I know I just got done gassing them up. There's no way they go undefeated in conference. Hopefully they lose in a couple weeks to us, which would be huge. We'll talk about that. But there's only one unbeaten team in our division. There are four teams with one loss, and one of them has only played one game. That's Wyoming. We don't know much about them and how they'll look against the conference because they've played uh, mostly out-of-conference games. They've only played one conference game and lost. The other two are Air Force, who we have the tiebreaker against, and Boise, who beat us. They have the tiebreaker, but they have a really, really tough schedule moving forward. So I think we'll find out more as the weeks go on. In fact, this upcoming week is a huge week for us because Air Force plays Boise State. And I think Air Force is probably the best team in the division Boise State and Utah State, I think, are right up there as well. I think those are the best three teams in the division. I think Colorado State is scary. I think Wyoming has a really dangerous offense. But the best teams in the division are Air Force, Boise State, and Utah State. So to have the tiebreaker against Air Force will be so big for Utah State later on in the season. Now, obviously, Utah State has to do their part. They have to win out. Utah State can't afford another loss. But at the end of the day... We have the tiebreaker against one of the top teams in the division. And in my opinion, two of the top three teams are playing this week. And so one of them is going to end up with another loss. If Air Force can beat Boise State, we have a very, very clear path to the Mountain West Championship game. Because if Air Force beats Boise State, Boise State will be basically eliminated from contention for Mountain West Championship. And it will leave us and Air Force, if we can continue to win as the top two teams in the division, and we will have the tiebreaker against the Air Force Falcons, which will be huge. And I know Wyoming only has one conference loss, so why am I discounting the Cowboys? Why am I so quick to discount them? Well, first of all, I'm not. I don't think that game is a lock for Utah State. I know it's at home. It's senior night. That should be a great environment and a great atmosphere for Utah State to go out and get a win. It's not a lock. Wyoming is a tough team. They won four games in a row for a reason. They were 4-0 to start the season for a reason. That's not an easy task, even if you aren't playing good teams. But they weren't playing good teams. Let's take a look at what they were doing to open up the season. And like I said, I don't think it negates everything that they've done. But as I've said, I really think that their 4-0 record was very overinflated and For them to be receiving votes for the top 25, I think, was not quite warranted early on in the season 
with their resume. So let's take a closer look at Wyoming and talk about why I'm maybe not as worried about them and why I might be more worried about Colorado State than Wyoming. I, I think I'm more worried about Colorado State than I am Wyoming and San Jose State, which I don't think anyone really would have agreed with me if I would have said that a couple weeks ago. So let's take a look. Wyoming starts off the season and beats Montana State by only three points. Not an impressive win. In fact, a scary win for the Wyoming Cowboys. They need to win that game by two or three scores at least. I know it's a season opener. Those can be tough. Those can be kind of weird. But to open up the season with a three-point win against Montana State, not particularly impressive. Then they play Northern Illinois, another team that they really should be able to handle really well. They put up 50, which is impressive. That's a lot of points to put up, but they give up 43. So another one-score game after two games for Wyoming. Two wins, but two close wins against not very good teams. Wyoming goes on to beat Ball State 45-12. to That's a good win, solid win. Um, and then they go on to beat UConn by only two points. And we talked about this at the time. Beating UConn by two is basically a loss. UConn is having the worst season in college football right now. They have not won a game. And in fact, UConn just played UMass, who is the other worst team, probably the second worst team in college football. And UMass beat UConn by a higher margin than Wyoming did. The second worst team in the country beat the worst team in the country worse than Wyoming did. UMass wins that game 27-13. to Wyoming gives up more points and only wins 24 to 22. Not an impressive win by Wyoming. Then Wyoming finally loses to Air Force. It was a 10-point game, not a blowout, but Air Force took care of business against a good Wyoming team, but not maybe a great Wyoming team. So that's why I'm a little bit skeptical of what Wyoming can do. Zero impressive wins on the season. Three really, really unimpressive wins on the season and then a loss to air force who i think like i said is probably the other team in the division who will be at the very top of the division they they might be the best team in the division uh, it's, uh that's a tough sell after boise state gets a top 10 victory but air force is really good and we played really well against them i don't think that was a fluke against air force but we are lucky i don't like using the word lucky but we are lucky to have that win we are fortunate to have that win under our belt because that will be extremely valuable let's look at air force what they've done they open up the season uh, a 35 14 win against lafayette a 23 3 win against navy were their first loss of the season first and only 40 49 to 45 in a game that really could have gone either way and was going their way for most of it 31 to 7 air force beats fau 38 to 10 air force over new mexico and then 24 to 14 air force over an undefeated wyoming team they're scary. They're good. They might not lose another game. They play Boise this week. We'll find out in short order what they're really made of and what the Broncos are really made of, too. We'll find out. But having that win is going to be good. If, if Air Force and Utah State can both just win out, obviously we don't play again. Utah State will be playing in the conference championship game. No question if both of those teams win out. Because if both of those teams win out, Air Force and Utah State both have one conference loss Everybody else has multiple, and we have the tiebreaker against Air Force. We want the Falcons to win out. We want Utah State to win out. That's more important. But if both of those teams win out, we are in the conference championship. And not only that, 
if we make it to the conference championship, which the odds are sketchy, I don't, I, I don't know what the odds are. I can't even compute that. Uh, there's just too many moving parts, and it's still a little bit too early. But I will say, if Utah State does make it to the championship game, there's probably a 50-50 shot that game's being played in Logan. Because the Western Division is pretty busy beating up on themselves, and Boise goes in there and plays a bunch of them. And Air Force plays Nevada and San Diego State. So there's a good chance if Utah State can get there, that that game will be played in Logan, which would be incredibly historic and if i would have told you that if i would have told you one year ago today that utah state after six weeks of football had a chance to potentially host the mountain west championship game you would think i'm out of my mind but here we are here we are talking about it and maybe i'm jumping the gun talking about it maybe i'm too early but here we are i don't think we're too early i think we're six games in utah state's played five that's a big sample size. That's a that's a very fair sample size to start talking about the way the season could shake out and end up. Let's look closer at Colorado State, another team that we've talked about a little bit. We dove into Wyoming and Air Force. I want to do the same thing for Colorado State because, like I've said, they might be, maybe, the toughest game left on our schedule. It's tough to tell right now, but they might be the toughest game left on our schedule, and that is changing that that was not the case i think a couple weeks ago i've been high on the rams not everyone has been i've been kind of low on the cowboys not everyone has been i've been low on san jose not everyone has been so this this is kind of a new development where colorado state might be the toughest game left on our schedule so i want to dive into their schedule that they've already played uh kind of like we did with the cowboys and the the falcons colorado state opens up the season with a fcs loss to South Dakota State. We've talked about that game a lot. That inexcusable loss to the Jackrabbits. You know, we've talked about it. You, you, If you're in the Mountain West, there's no excuse to lose to FCS schools. Bottom line. The other thing is, South Dakota State is a good team. They they are usually a great program at their level. They're 4-1 right now. Um, they've only lost one game. Not an excusable loss, but maybe a loss that we all read into a little bit too much. I think I think the Rams are probably having the same conversation that we would be having had we lost to North Dakota. North Dakota's had great teams in the past. North Dakota's a good team. North Dakota's well coached. They have great facilities for an FCS team. I'm sure Colorado State fans are having that same conversation about that loss because if you look, that's really their only really bad loss. That's their only glaring loss. Of their three losses, that's their only loss that hasn't come to a Power 5 school. Their second game, Vanderbilt, Colorado State. We talked a little bit about this game, too. It kind of came down to a last-minute field goal by Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt winning the game 24-21. Now, let's be clear. Vanderbilt does play in the SEC. They're not good. They are not a very good SEC team. In fact, they beat UConn by two points as well. So if we're going to rag on Wyoming for only beating UConn by two, we got to do the same for Vanderbilt, right? So Vanderbilt is not not a great SEC team, but an SEC team nonetheless. So for Colorado State to lose that game by three, you know what? That's acceptable. I'm not a Colorado State fan, so it doesn't hurt as bad, but just as a conference fan and as, as someone who's analyzing that loss, that's acceptable. If they would have won that game, that would have been huge. So we got to play it both ways. You know, if it's a big, if it's going to be a big win, it's probably not that bad of a loss. I think that's not too bad of a loss. Colorado State bounces back from that game, beats Toledo 22-6. to That's a fine win, just fine. 
And then where it gets really interesting to me, and this is where Colorado State really, really became an interesting team, is losing to Iowa, who at the time was the fifth best team in the country, by 10 points. I say at the time because Iowa is now ranked number two in the country. Colorado State held them to 24 points and lost by 10. 14 to 24 against the number two team in the country. That's huge. That is that is a win in my book. If Utah State were to do that, I would have been thrilled. We played LSU a couple years back, you might remember. LSU goes on to win the national championship, and at this point, Iowa has as good a chance as any to go on and do the same. And had Utah State lost that game by 10, I would have been thrilled at the time. And I would still talk about it to this day. Remember that time when Utah State lost by 10 to LSU and they won the championship? I would talk about it all the time. So Colorado State losing by 10 to number 5, now number 2, Iowa. Yeah, sure, it's a loss, but it's a good one. Colorado State goes on to beat San Jose State. Meaning they are undefeated in conference, one game, 1-0, but unbeaten still. They're a scary team to me. I think they are definitely a scary team. We'll learn more about them because they do have a tough schedule. They are in the Mountain West. Everyone in the Mountain West has a tough schedule. They play New Mexico this week, so it shouldn't be too tough. And then they play us, Boise State, Wyoming, Air Force, all consecutively. That's tough. We'll learn a lot more about this team. There's no way they win all those games. There's no way they beat Utah State, Boise State, Wyoming, Air Force, in four weeks, and then they play Hawaii in Hawaii, which is so tough. Hawaii's really good on the island, and then Nevada. So Colorado State, they might be good, but they have a gauntlet ahead of them. And again, this is one of the reasons that we've talked about, me and Jacob have talked about it. Jacob talks about it independently in his own writing all the time. Utah State loaded the front half of their schedule, and it's going to help them a ton because the toughest part of Utah State's schedule, no matter how you slice it, no matter what metrics you're using, no matter what you're looking at, the toughest part of Utah State's schedule is behind us. It's a Pac-12 team to start the season. It's Air Force on the road, and then it's Boise and BYU back-to-back. The toughest part of our schedule is behind us. And that's kind of why we're looking at some of these games, like Colorado State potentially being one of the toughest games remaining on our schedule. It's Colorado State or Wyoming, probably, maybe San Jose. I'm not particularly high on either of those last two teams, but they could both beat us for sure. So the question now becomes, is it too early to start talking about not only playing in the championship game, but potentially hosting the championship game? Yes and no. Maybe. Um, Utah State, as I've said, has played the toughest part of their schedule. If they win out, and if they continue to win, they will be playing in the Mountain West Championship game. Because there is a very, very slim chance that Boise State does not lose another game. And that's the only game that is hurting us at this point, is that Boise State loss. The BYU game, that hurt at the time. It's been more than 48 hours. It doesn't hurt anymore. That Boise loss does. And so Boise State's the only team that is a direct threat to our chance at a Mountain West Championship game as we speak. Colorado State is unbeaten. If they start to win and if they don't lose a game and they beat us, guess what? They're division champs. Wyoming only has one loss. If they win out and they beat us, that we're not division champs. We're not, we're not winning the division with two losses. No way. 
especially if we have two losses to two other competitors for the division because then we lose the tiebreaker. So no, we're not we're not winning the conference if we lose another game, especially if it's to Wyoming or someone else in the division who's hunting that division title. But the toughest is behind us. Utah State is probably projected to win the rest of the games. UNLV, Utah State should win that game pretty easily. We're projected to beat Colorado State. We're projected to beat Hawaii. We're projected to beat New Mexico State. Not that it matters. We're projected to beat San Jose State. There's a slim margin in favor of Wyoming, which I think will change. And then we're obviously projected to win in New Mexico against the Lobos. So the metrics are still favoring Wyoming more heavily than I think I am. The metrics, I think, are a little bit hard on Colorado State, where I'm a little bit softer on the Rams. I think they're better than the numbers give them credit for. But Utah State has a has a fighting chance. Now, that being said, if we if we lose one more game, we uh we we shift our goals a little bit. If we lose if we lose a game, our goal goes back to being a bowl eligible team. And let's be clear about one thing. The expectation right now is not to win a championship or to even play in the championship. That might be the goal. That might be possible. We talk about it all the time because that's what we do. But that's not the expectation. If Utah State loses a game in the next couple weeks, if they lose to the Rams, if they lose to Hawaii, if they lose to Wyoming or San Jose, if they lose any one of those games, no one has a right to be disappointed in this team. No one. This team has come so far from where they were last year. No one was projecting them to be even where they are now. And so if they lose one, maybe even two more games, no one's allowed to be disappointed. Now, if they win the next couple games, if they beat UNLV, Colorado State, going into that Hawaii game, our eyes are on that championship game, certainly, at that point. That's when it becomes definitely not too early, especially if some other games start to break our way. If Air Force wins against Boise State this week, and then we pick up two more wins... That's when we really start looking and saying we might be the division champs. The reason I'm talking about it a little bit early is because our path is just wide open. If you really dig into who we play, who we've already played, who we've beaten, who we've lost to, the path to the Mountain West Championship game is wide open for Utah State. And I know there's a bunch of other teams still saying the same thing. Colorado State hasn't lost a game yet in conference. They're saying the same thing. I get it. Wyoming has only lost one game in conference to a really, really good team, Air Force who also has a loss, they're saying the same thing. The Falcons are saying the same thing. The Cowboys are saying the same thing. Most teams in our division, other than probably the New Mexico Lobos, are probably saying the same thing that we are right now. But the difference between us and all of them is we've already played Boise State, we've already played Air Force, and we are Utah State. So the top three teams in the division are no longer on our schedule because we are one of them and the other two we already played. That's the difference between us and everybody else. No one else can say that. Wyoming still has to play two of the top three. Colorado State still has to play three of the top three. Boise and Air Force still have to play each other. But that's the difference between us and the other teams that want to represent the division in the championship game. The difference is we've already done the hard part. We've already done what we need to do. They still need to go out and prove themselves. Colorado State, sure, they're 1-0. But they beat San Jose, not in our division, and haven't played anybody tough in our own division. So we're the only ones in the division that have done the hard part already. And granted, the hard part for us being Air Force and Boise, we lost one of those games. So again, if we if we don't end up conference champions, if we don't end up even division champions, that's fine. We, we lost to Boise State. That's You usually don't get to win the division if you lose to Boise State. That's just fine. 
But the hard part is behind us, and it's not for those other teams. Now, I did mention that if we make it to the championship game, there's a good chance we're hosting. Let's look a little bit closer at that. Because we've talked about, at this point, all we have to do to become division champions, at this point, really is just to win out. If we win out, I think we can really count on other teams doing their part to get us there. If we win out, if we do our part, Air Force will beat Boise. Fresno State will beat Boise. Colorado State, maybe, will beat Boise. Wyoming or San Diego State will beat Boise. Someone will beat Boise if we do our part. We can count on that. I don't think the Boise is going to win out. Now, that being said, they just beat a top 10 team. Maybe that's the catalyst for them to really get it rolling. They don't have any bad losses. So maybe that's the catalyst. Maybe maybe Boise State wins out and it's and it doesn't matter anyways. But I think if we win out, there's a really good chance that we will be playing in the Mountain West Championship game. Now let's talk about the other division because that division's tough. I think the Mountain Division is starting to toughen up and look a lot better than people gave it credit for at the beginning. But the West Division is really, really tough. They are There are really good teams over there. Right now, there are two unbeaten teams, San Diego State and Nevada. They haven't played each other. So there will likely not be any unbeaten teams in that division. So we won't have anyone with a better record than us if we win out. Again, all of this is dependent on us winning out. If we win the rest of our games, or even if we lose to New Mexico State, I'll put that caveat there because that game doesn't matter for this. Can we count on San Diego State, currently unbeaten, to lose one or two games to either San Jose State, Air Force, Fresno, Hawaii, Nevada, UNLV, or Boise? Yes, we can. The answer is yes. San Diego State is really, really good. They probably beat San Jose. Air Force is a tough one. Fresno is a tough one. They should beat Hawaii. Fresno should have beaten Hawaii. They didn't. Nevada's a tough one. They should beat UNLV. And then Boise's a tough one. Are there two losses remaining on San Diego State's schedule? Probably. Is there one loss? Absolutely. There is almost certainly a loss remaining on San Diego State's schedule. Let's look at Nevada, the other unbeaten team on that side of the division. Are they going to lose one or even two games to Hawaii, Fresno, UNLV, San Jose State, San Diego State, Air Force, Colorado State, yes. Again, the answer is yes. They will lose one of those games. They might lose two of those games. Hawaii's at home. It's easier to beat Hawaii when you're, when you're at home because they're the ones doing all the traveling. I should note San Diego State is in Hawaii. Uh, they play on the rock. So they should be able to beat Hawaii. Fresno's a tough one. They should beat UNLV. They should beat San Jose. San Diego State's a tough one. Air Force is a tough one. Colorado State might be a tough one to end the season for Nevada. So the two unbeaten teams in the West Division will probably not remain unbeaten. Then it's just Fresno, who already has a loss. San Jose, Hawaii, and UNLV will not be playing for or in the championship game. They 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 won't be they they won't be a part of that conversation. Fresno State, however, will be. They are a little bit down farther in the standings because they lost early. They lost to Hawaii in Hawaii. But if they went out there on one loss team, so do they have one more loss on their schedule? Well, they play Wyoming, they play Nevada, they play San Diego State, they play Boise, then they play New Mexico, San Jose. Is there one loss on the rest of their schedule? I would think that there absolutely is. Wyoming, maybe, maybe not. Fresno probably wins that game. They should. Nevada's a tough one. San Diego State's a tough one. Boise's a tough one. That's a tough three games in a row. 
New Mexico, they should win. San Jose, again, a team we don't know a ton about. But Fresno should be better than, than San Jose. So the point of all this is basically Utah State has the easiest schedule. And I, I don't like using the word easy, but they have the easiest schedule of anybody else in the conference. And they only have one loss. Everyone else has a much tougher schedule and most everybody else already has a loss anyways. So that's why I don't think it's too early for us to start talking about the potential possibility of Utah State playing in and maybe even hosting a Mountain West championship game because we have the highest probability of any other team to win out. And if we do that, there are just a few very small things that have to happen for us to win the division. It becomes very, very likely if we continue to win games. I will say, if we win out, I think there is probably a 90 to 95% chance that we are playing in the Mountain West Championship game as division champions. And that shouldn't sound crazy. If we win out, we'll only have one conference loss to the Boise State Broncos. So that shouldn't sound crazy. But if we win out, I think there is a 90 to 95% chance that we are playing in the championship game. Not only that, if we win out, I think there is probably a 50 to 60% chance as of right now that that game is being played in Logan because we have by far the highest probability to not lose another game. Most of the teams that are in the conference are probably going to lose two. So that's why I don't think it's too early to start talking about it. And then real quick, let's take a look at the Mountain West representation in the top 25. Like I said, uh, kind of continuing that pattern of one in, one out. Uh, the one in is still San Diego State continuing to win. They're not going to get dropped from the top 25. They move up to 24. And the other team receiving votes is Air Force. That's right, not Nevada, not Fresno, Air Force, which is big for us, makes us look a lot better with that win against Air Force, uh, but kind of interesting. I think at this point the voters are just like, put one Mountain West team in, pick another Mountain West team that won last week and vote for them. Eventually, I hope we can get two teams in there, but that seems to be the pattern right now. Fresno at some point should probably get in. Boise, if they win some more games, they should get in. Even with their top 10 win, they didn't get in. So we'll see what happens there. But right now, it's uh, it's San Diego State representing us in the top 25 and Air Force knocking on the door this week. All right, well, hey, thank you so much for tuning in this week, you guys. I know it was a bye week, so we didn't have our own game to dissect and go through, but hopefully we had enough to talk about. Hopefully we got you thinking about uh, what this season might mean and what this season might end up being. Uh, so hopefully there was enough to talk about. Hopefully it was entertaining for you guys. Hopefully you guys had fun. I had fun. I always love talking about Utah State football and the possibilities that this season could, could have. And anytime that includes a potential conference championship game i am really happy to talk about it so i really appreciate you guys tuning in uh, make sure you're getting tickets to games uh, next week's in vegas definitely drivable i'm driving down i'll be at the game so if you can get to vegas get to vegas it's going to be in the legion stadium it's going to be a fun one so get down to vegas come say hi and if not there's plenty of home games left homecoming coming up with colorado state at home so make sure you're getting tickets to these games. This team has been nothing short of amazing, and this season has been nothing short of historic already, and we're not even halfway done with the games yet. So make sure you're coming out to support the team, and thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Go Aggies.